this is Jackie Cooper with Crypto Mom 2 Talk Show and Jake Cooper Travels and Love Travel Scotland. I want to welcome everyone to back to this episode and ask that you like and subscribe because there are many wonderful shows that are in the queue that will be dropped shortly. So I've had a conversation um, with Dr. Blockchain before, so definitely go back into the feed so that way you can see our conversations because she um, is definitely a prolific writer. And there's a lot of um, topics that she's covering. And so this is, you know, an ongoing conversation that we're having. Today, we're also having an ongoing conversation about artificial intelligence. So before we get into that and before I introduce her again, for those that are new to the feed and the show, uh, welcome. Also, uh, I have a new um, passion project that I'm involved with. It's called the Blockchain Legal Institute. So I definitely welcome you to go over to www.bli.tools, Blockchain Legal Institute. And the purpose of that actually combines two areas of, of interest for me. Because I am a lawyer as well as an educator, I found that there was a need to provide resources for those within the field not that there's not resources, but the, the the what makes this unique is it's a centralized hub for the decentralized resources that are there. So for the um, the years that I've been reading and looking, I've found that um, you have to go to many places in order to actually um, find the information that you need. So the Blockchain Legal Institute is actually a one-stop shop that you can go and find information from experts like Dr. Blockchain and others within um, the organizations that uh, I've been networking in. Today's topic of artificial intelligence might be a little bit controversial for those that are listening. And I know I might have a view that might be different than um, you know what we might be discussing, but we are all about, as we were talking off, off uh, the recording, all about the need for conversation, debate, and for consideration. So what we are going to be talking about is how far should we go with artificial intelligence? And is there a chance that artificial intelligence could ever be equivalent to being a human? So we are going to look into that. Before I um, share screen for the article that has been written, I'm going to let um, my guest introduce herself, and then we are going to hop into this topic because it's the trend right now. And so we're going to look at all the philosophical questions that it raises. So how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for inviting me again. It's always so great to see you and talk with you and even debate. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? I know that um, some some of the listeners might already be familiar, but there might be those that are not. So why don't you go ahead and share your story? Okay, so I'll try to do it quick, uh, even though it's tough, because I have a long history. So um, I'm my my background is uh, is started you know in STEM, which is all computer science, engineering, and and all of that, all science. Uh, that was uh, as, as a teenager. Then I went to the, to um, to college, got introduced to finance and economics, and and all the social uh, uh, um, problems, etc. And since then, I was always very, very intrigued how I can combine my expertise and my skill sets as, a, you know, technologies and to solve problems that we have in our economy, society, etc. 
And one thing led to another. I'm not saying this is the only way to do it. I when I came to New York to get my PhD at Stern Business School at NYU, got in finance, worked as a quant for a while, which is basically data science for uh, for for finance, which is why I, I'm so intrigued also with AI because that's basically what I've done. Um, but in in the finance and economics, but it applies, of course, for everything. And as I was doing that, uh, that was about seven, eight years ago, I stumbled on crypto. And again, you know, one thing led to another. Long story short, since then, I'm all about trying to understand deeper and deeper all these technologies. I call it the emerging technologies, all emerging technologies, which is AI, generative AI, Web3, blockchain is part of it. Um, and I think also your institute is not just talking about, even though it is called blockchain and I'm called Dr. Blockchain, we're not just talking about blockchain, talking about all emerging technologies, because at the end of the day, every solution is a combination, basically, of all technologies together. And in order to solve a problem, you need to integrate them. And that's all uh, basically what I'm doing and uh, what I write about. And also, I'm in the process of writing a book, which is about emerging technologies and how to apply them in an integrated way with 360 degrees of all the issues from one of them that we're talking today, which is the ethic, the moral issues, the risk, challenges, et cetera, and how to implement them appropriately. So, so yeah, so that's in a nutshell. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, so the title of today's article is Can AI Become Conscious and Why Should We Care? So um so what is your take on this? We're going to kind of scroll through and we're going to see, you know, various talking points. And also for those that are listening on the audio side, I will connect the um, the website so that way you can click in and read the article. For those that are on the, the video side, you'll be able to kind of, you know, look as we are scrolling through, but all the links will be below. So that way you can go back and take a look. So what is your thought in terms of, um, why should we care? And I guess the biggest question that the debate probably will center around is how do you define consciousness? Because exactly. and that is, that's the question of the day at what level is something defined as conscious? And is that equivalent to being a human or is there many different layers before it even exactly. gets there? So what, what's your take on it before we get into our conversation okay so i don't have a concrete answer because i can tell it all scientists philosophers uh, neuro neuroscientists uh, physicists uh, uh, etc they all have been debating what is consciousness for centuries for centuries and uh, and there was a time when when you know centuries ago uh, that uh, people uh, that scientists believe that uh, other than humans no no other, other mammal has any conscious and now that changed over time and now we do believe that other mammals do have conscience and we even believe that maybe that a cat has a conscious i mean people most people will agree that the consciousness and uh, or even a bat you know even though you know those uh, black you know creatures uh, but we don't know exactly how they experience that and what they feel and how this consciousness, their consciousness is being experienced and it's probably different than our consciousness. So this is why I'm thinking that it could be. 
I mean, I'm I'm just saying that I'm putting it out there, and this is why scientists are still not not even clear on the definition of what consciousness is. And there's even one philosopher who's saying that we don't know, and it could be we need a, no, a whole new physics for that in order to understand what consciousness is. So, so this is you know the the degree of debate that is happening in in all the science, uh, you know rooms that that, uh, that you come across. So there's not even any consensus on what consciousness is. And this is why I'm, I'm opening it to the debate because it could be that by a fluke even, without even intending to create, you know, a machine that has consciousness, we might create one. And we don't know even uh, that it's gonna happen. In fact, you know, the, the co-founder of uh, OpenAI, Nanate, Sam Altman, the other guy, uh, the, the, I think his, his first name is Ilya, I forgot his last name starts with an S, something Russian, sorry, um, sorry for that. Um, and he said that he believes uh, that chat GDP is slightly conscious. And a, a year ago, an employee of Google was, basically claiming that it was, you know, summer ago, uh, saying that uh, board, which is the equivalent of the GDP, uh, is um, conscious because he believes it has feeling and his, his, its wants should be respected, like a human being. So, uh, but he was fired, you know, you know, Google claimed, you know, dismissed his claims and said it basically, basically firing, saying, you know, the, the result was, you know, this is probably a lunatic or something. And the the, the CEO of, uh, of Google says that he doesn't even know how BART works. So, so there's a lot of debate around it. But what I'm saying is that we should at least discuss it. And there are other, there's now uh, an open letter of researchers from all across uh, the disciplines that uh, put it out there, we should create an institute that will research, you know, AI in general, all the risk and the ethical, etc., including consciousness, and understand what it is and what it is not. And if, you know, and and so we at least recognize it when it happens. It may not be like consciousness that we human experience it. Could be a different one, like a bat. I mean, I don't know. I mean, most people agree that it has some consciousness, but I don't know exactly how it feels to be a bat. But I mean, this is why we don't know how that's gonna be. And there are all kinds of, you know, and, and if it is conscious, then you probably would feel like you created something. And there's a philosopher, a German philosopher, who's saying, you know, once you created something, you're responsible for it. Like having a baby. And if responsible, then you have to give it rights. And there are all kinds of ethical and moral issues that come through that if you give it rights, then you give it rights to exist, with its rights to um to pursue whatever interest, and maybe their interests are not aligned with our interests, and then we might end up uh, like in the matrix. Uh for those of you so, who understand what I'm talking about. But I know it's it's kind of I know people think this is uh, philosophical, but it seems that, you know, from what we just heard from OpenAI and Google, uh, the other employee, that maybe we are closer than we think. Well, I, I, I don't know. I'm just, you, uh, well, sorry. let me ask you a question. Are you, 
um do you have because I, I i know you're talented in many areas but i don't know about this if you have do you have the skill set to create the code for ai or have you looked at the open source of ai at all yes yeah so, i mean of course i, I mean i as a the scientist i, I do right. know to so so, so 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 in going down that path so okay. coding is mathematical uh, and I agree with you. so it to create consciousness though that would mean that it would be different than just mathematical numbers and that's right. that's where i have the challenge about um i i know that that the code and the mathematical precision can become more and more precise but if, in my opinion again you know i'm not a data scientist and i'm not creating the the ai um even though i'm on the, the law side and i you know, from the philosophical side, I don't know that we could ever equate the 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 technical skill of an AI entity to be equivalent to human consciousness, because I I don't know that we are going to be able to use mathematical coding in such a way where I know that that ChatGPT can can navigate when you keep having a conversation with chat gbt it gets to know your language your voice that type of thing but that's that sort of reminds me of when i type something in and then there's you know the words pop up that could be used that i have used frequently in the past based upon the amount of numbers or words that i put in so that that is, I'm hesitant to say it's a form of intelligence because of the fact it is because it's acquiring information and that information gets stored and then it can be pulled out because of the programming that exists to say when these metrics happen, then this should happen sort of like a smart contract, but in a lot more detailed way. But when individuals say that there might be feelings I, I, that's a step that I'm, I'm having a difficulty going there with, because I don't think that we as humans have, I mean, there are geniuses out there. I do not want to insult anyone, but I don't know that we have the intelligence yet, the genius yet to do the, the, the detailed programming to get to the level of the emotional level within a computer. I just don't think we're there. Okay, so uh, thank you for, for that, because this is exactly the game. Most, you know, uh, developers and scientists will tell you, well, it might, I mean, all these bots will judge GPT, GPT or, or Bard or all the equivalents are, are very good at, you know, at, at, at imitating uh, humans and, you know, with the answers and may, it may feel as if they're human, you know, in the way that they react to you. But it just, you know, in other words, I would like to say that they are very good liars. So, you know, when they imitate and everything. And this is what most, the consensus is with most scientists. However, there are those who are just mentioned to you, the one from Google and the other, uh, you know, the co-founder who believes that they're slightly 
And I don't know what slightly means and whether it can be more than slightly. So there are there are developers, there's another camp of developers who believe that because they're going, they are very, very intelligent, could be even super intelligent, then that will equate to consciousness. And I don't believe that consciousness equates to intelligence. There are two different separated. I... Because intelligence is, is a different type of skill, so to speak, you know, for lack of a better word. And consciousness has to do with the way we feel, we experience, which is very subjective to even humans. You know, the way I feel, the way you feel is very subjective to we can see the same thing and we might experience it differently. And therefore, you know, there was even a debate whether other mammals that told you in many, many centuries, they thought no mammal is, is, is conscious and now they we do believe so. So even scientists have changed their mind over over time so we don't know i don't know i mean to be honest with you, and this is why researchers are saying let's create this institute let's research that let's try to understand whether it's even possible what it means in fact there are two theories i don't want to go down to that you know i was in fact at first i put it in the article and then i realized it's becoming a little bit too technical so i took it out <laughs> and also not only technical it became like very long so in a, to the gist of it, there are two theories. Theory one saying basically that uh, these machines can never become conscious because uh, uh, it will be like a robot, you know, like, you know, they can do things, we know, but there's no feeling, no nothing. So we don't have to worry about it. There's another theory and there also, you know, a camp of scientists all of oh, that, you know, there's an institute even in Europe that is, this guy that is working on that. And they are doing a kind of research that in fact says that it can be conscious. It can have a feel, it can, you know, behave and have experience. And, you know, like, you know, when we thinking that, let's say, you know, there are all kinds of, even in sci-fi, in sci and I think even Musk, you know, uh, is, is doing some research into that, that uh, you can have like an afterlife, like, you know, your brain or your existence, you can live, you know, after you die and there are all kinds of sci-fi like that. So, but you know, in it, so there's one theory saying, you know, you will have that brain, but that brain is basically dead and it's nothing. And the other one is saying you have a brain and that brain really feels and and, and experiences it. So even with that, there's a debate and there are research on that. So I I don't have the answer. Yeah. And I do believe that we should discuss it, we should debate it because we don't know what we're gonna end up with. And what are the implications? And what are we gonna do once it happens? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, I'm just, I'm not, I'm a person who say, who believes that if there's an issue, let's put it in the open. You know, this is why we both in the blockchain because of transparency, we have to be transparent. We're not, you know, kind of like, oh, you know, swish, you know, the problems and, and wait till, you know, it blows up. So let's have a discussion. That's all, it's not, I don't have the answers. Honestly, I don't. I just think that they could be both right. It could be conscious. It could not be conscious. I don't know. And even scientists don't know. Yeah. I I think that um, we have a long way to go to, for understanding both the science as well as the application. And I know that, um, you know, Europe has taken a step in terms of looking at um, some of the boundaries or limitations or concerns because of the AI law and there'll be a whole nother um, right. talk shows about that. So I think that, you know, countries do need to kind of um, 
look at responsible regulation um, at the same time that they're allowing the creativity for the development of the tools. So, you know, again, that's the balance that has to happen. Um, I know that um, we're going to be providing more resources um, in the links below for about artificial intelligence and the idea of consciousness or versus, you know, not. Um, any last minute thoughts that you want to share with everyone? I know that we're going to be doing future conversations about um, digital identity and other things like that. So anything else that you'd like to share with everyone? Uh, well, the, what I would like to say is that, you know, I am very, I, I believe in, I love technology. I think technology can do a lot of good things for our society. But I also believe in what I call, this is what my book is all about, and hopefully it's comes in, uh, is uh, about innovating responsibly. I call it innovating responsibly. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do need to innovate. Yes, technology can help, but we have to be responsible in the way we apply it and we implement it. Uh, because, you know, you know, it's a tool after all, at the end of the day. And like any tool, it can do really great things and help us in so many ways, but it can also do a lot of damage, whether it's Web3, whether it's uh, uh, AI, generative AI, all of those, you know, have so much potential, especially the integration of them. But we have to understand how to implement them, how to use it, and even the use of it. I mean, you know, how people are using it. I mean, we hear about deep uh, fake, uh, and, and all of that, and for is applied for scams and, and all of that. So we have to try to me, mitigate that as well. It, it's, it's, there are so many questions to, to be asked. And as a society, we owe it to ourselves if we want to really create a, a, you know, a better society. And we really want these tools to help us create this better society. So we have to think about all of this. And this is why I do want to talk about the problems and have a debate. It's okay that we have different opinion. It's yep. fine. It's fine. Yep. This is how yep. we evolve in life with different opinions. Yeah. Well, also what I appreciate is, um, you know, with, with the conversations that different people are having, it brings up um, a, a standard that needs to be created. So that way there can be... Um, the guidance for when we take a step or we don't take a step. And um, one of the things that I just want to, you know, briefly mention is within the, the Blockchain Legal Institute, there is a whole vertical about artificial intelligence. And there's going to be a variety of resources here about this as well as in the blockchain. So when, um, as you as listeners, if you come on to the Blockchain Legal Institute and become a subscriber, um, there is a free subscription as well as the paid subscription. Um, you'll be able to learn from various people as well as kind of have access to a variety of resources. So I just want to kind of quickly share that because artificial intelligence cuts across, is going to be cutting across a lot of different areas and um, it will have a lot of applications. So we're just going to have to like with other technology, just monitor it and um, make sure that it's ethically used. So um, again, I want to thank you for hopping on and for everyone. Sure, as always. 
Yep. And for everyone who's listening, as I always say, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. We're all so interconnected and we're all part of one world. And definitely stay tuned for future episodes with Dr. Blockchain because there's a lot going on and we are going to be looking at everything that we can to try to figure out how to provide you the information so you can make the choices that you need to do in your business and in your life and in our community. So have a great day, guys. Bye.